Hi, everybody. This is your psychic, Christine. I am so happy that you're here. And I am, I guess, coming at you from the West Coast. Right now, I am in the Bay Area. And uh, I have set up my second shop over here. But I will have you know that my psychic sister, Cindy, is in Philadelphia taking care of my shop over there. And she is very accurate and does an amazing job. So I highly recommend that if you don't want to have a phone session and if you're looking for, you know, a reading in person, there's no reason whatsoever that you shouldn't see her. She has very accurate readings. And if you are on the West Coast in the Bay Area, then absolutely come in and see me. I'm at uh, 7156 Thornton Avenue in Newark, California. So I'm kind of like in the Palo Alto area around there. So yeah, I have not uploaded a podcast for the longest time. And that's because uh, setting up shop cross country takes time <laughs> to get yourself situated. But I'll tell you what, I really miss seeing everybody over there and I miss my little shop and I will be going back and forth, uh, from here to there. And, uh, you know, I have been doing this for years going from East to West coast. And I figured that it would be smart to just set up shop on this side, uh, instead of, you know, making it hard on myself. So it was the right thing to do, but I haven't been back on this side since COVID. So I'm probably talking to a lot of people uh, that are on the East Coast, because I know most of my followers on here are from Philadelphia. And with that being said, we're having a very different experience over here when it comes to COVID than we are in Philadelphia. And, you know, when things were really bad for us in Philadelphia, it's very similar to how people are behaving on the West Coast. It's like, you know, a lot of businesses are still closed. A lot of people are still working from home, uh, stuff like that. And I think that in some cases, it's actually mandatory uh, to be wearing a mask. Uh, so, you know, they're taking a little longer on this side to kind of get past all the COVID stuff. So it's still very much an effect on this side. So I thought that that was uh, a little, you know, cause I was expecting that I would be able to call people and cause I'm in the middle of opening up a business, you know, there's places that you want to go and buy stuff and do certain things. And I was not able, but yeah, generally a lot of stores and stuff are open. Uh, but a lot of people, like I said, ha are working from home that that's still happening. And I, I know that in Philadelphia, it's not the same. And people are just choosing to work from home, which is cool, you know? 
So that's okay. I'm glad that people are growing. A lot of people grew from the experience of COVID and found that they'd like to change their lives. So, you know, that's just kind of like proof of the pudding of a lot of things that we talk about and a lot of things that you've seen in your own life experience that when things are going great, we usually never learn a darn thing when things are going really, really good for us. Now, there could be, you know, multiple reasons as to why things aren't going good for us. It could be something that, you know, we might be self-sabotaging without even realizing it. Uh, that's one of the reasons that things could not be going well. Maybe there's something that we're supposed to do or something we're supposed to learn or something that we're supposed to overcome and we are resisting. And a lot of us resist doing the stuff that we're supposed to do because we're afraid. And I have realized that a lot of people are living in fear and always end up making a lot of fear-based decisions. And what happens is, is when you start making all of your decisions fear-based and then you, and not following your passions because you're afraid it's not going to work or blah, 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 whatever the case may be, what ends up happening is you are in survival mode. And you're not expected to have success when you are in survival mode, okay? You're not thriving, you're surviving. So the objective of fear-based decisions and survival mode is to pretty much, you know, keep your head above water for like you're always right on the line like working 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 really hard to keep your head above water now that can apply to multiple fronts of our lives for example like love so many women and some men you know there are men that do this too it's not a woman thing but the reason that i talk more about women than men is because most of the people that I see are women about, you know, I don't know, 80, 90% are women and my business, you know, that's the audience that I cater to, but you know, a lot of women. And like I said, some men feel that they need to prove themselves in a relationship, prove themselves worthy of being in a relationship. Basically it turns in the relationship turns into like a job and you're looking for a promotion because that would be the same type of thing that we would be doing in a job. If we were looking to get promoted, we would uh, really, really, really put ourselves out there 
going above and beyond the call of duty and basically not being ourselves and going the double, triple, quadruple extra mile. So with that being said, you know, after we do that and we reach a point of feeling deserving, then we find ourselves in a position that we have given so much more investment into this relationship much more than our partner. And then we end up be becoming resentful. And then, you know, you're going to want that other person to be working really hard to prove themselves to you. Now look at the vicious circle we just started. And I do want to remind you that anything that starts that the, that the base of whatever it is that we start is coming from a dark or negative or fearful place won't work. Okay. Good things don't come out of negative things that we do and problems that we make for ourselves without even realizing. So how did we end up slipping into this, doing this kind of thing anyway? Well, it happened because we were afraid to be alone. So this is why we worked double, triple, quadruple, just to help a relationship stick together and work and do whatever we can to compensate for whatever the other person's responsibilities are because we have a fear of being alone. And also what ends up happening under these circumstances is you might end up with someone that you see a lot of red flags in the person and you ignore all of these red flags because you don't want to be alone. You have a fear of being alone. You have a fear of abandonment. Okay. So where does that all stem from? Why are we so afraid all the time. Okay. And I don't like to be like a parent basher. You know, sometimes in some cases, well, it really depends on the person. There are some people that are rough and tumble and we can, you know, be resilient and bounce back from all of that craziness that might have gone on through childhood. But what can happen is if you didn't get enough attention growing up, it could stem from that, where you felt that you had to jump hoops in order to get some attention from your parents, like win awards or, or excel in something and blah, blah, blah. Not to say that there's anything wrong in in getting awards and excelling in something and making a success of yourself. But why? 
your why is important. Did you do it because it's what you wanted to do? Did you do it because it was something that you were actually passionate about? Or did you do it to get some attention and recognition or acceptance? So this is the kind of stuff that you just got to start thinking about. So this is self doing some self examination, asking yourself some loaded questions, because I'm also not going to sit here and say that we can be our best selves and some random terrible person we end up just meeting them and they just totally, you know, screw us over or mess us up or whatever, whatever. It happens all the time, actually. It happens more so than not. But, you know, that's why it's so important. If you see a red flag, you've got to learn to trust yourself. That's another thing. Trusting yourself. How many of my viewers or listeners here are always second guessing themselves you know why are why like do you second guess yourself that's another question why do i not trust my own judgment think about it is it because you've made too many mistakes in the past is it because when you were young that someone may have told you like, you know, what you want to do and what you're feeling or your conclusion about something isn't right. And I have more knowledge and I have more life experience and I have more wisdom. So whatever it is that you're thinking, feeling or whatever, whatever is inaccurate. So if you hear that enough times, yeah, it's, and from someone that you love and respect, the messenger matters. You know, if it's someone you love and respect, like your mother or your father, you're, you're going to take that kind of uh, criticism to heart, you know, but it's supposed to be, see, the problem is also with the subconscious mind. It's supposed to be that kind of stuff. It's supposed to be constructive criticism. But the problem is, is that it's like a poor choice of words in trying to relay, meaning how the parent is relaying the message to us. They might not mean anything by it, but how we take it, you know, matters. And those are for the parents of the world that really cares, care about their children, you know? Um, and of course we have those lovelies that are just child abusers and whatever. And a lot of the second guessing yourself and low self-esteem and all that nice and good stuff, uh, comes, can come from abusive parents as well. And anyone who ever went through something like that knows that, you know, they're, they're going through whatever they're going through because of it. And that doesn't mean, you know, you got to close the book on your future. 
The problem is in those cases, we experience a lot of like negative intrusive thoughts, flashbacks, almost like a PTSD diagnosis. And you don't have to be a, a therapist to know that that's what you're going through. But the mind is a creature of habit. And if you keep doing that for so long or whatever, it's like, you know, trying to quit smoking, it's tough, but it's doable. Okay. And you just need the right tools to get through it all and overcome it. Um, I want to remind a lot of my viewers and listeners here that you are, you don't have a terrible life. If that's what you're thinking, that is not the case. You might be having uh, a terrible uh, week or a terrible few years or a terrible day, but you're not having a terrible life. I'm sure that you can take some amazing experiences uh, and reflect on those. And I'm sure that you have about a million things to feel grateful for in your life. And those are, that's an instruction I want to give to you now. What I'd like you to do is get some kind of crystal. I think the best for this instruction would be an obsidian stone which is a bad energy blocker. Uh, and what you should do with that is every morning you should take this obsidian stone, place it in the palm of your right hand and think about two things that you would like to see change in your life and also two things that you are the most grateful for. Okay. And I'll bet when you get into that, you know, you can do this for nine days straight, you know, think about these two things that you want and think about two things that you feel grateful for that you already do have in your life and uh, do it for nine days and see how much you would improve as a result of that. Because what you're doing when you're doing that is manifesting. And you're putting out some amazing energy into the universe, good energy into the universe. And everything is energy and frequency. I, I think that if you really knew the truth, you would take a very different approach to life moving forward at how much our lives are affected by energies and frequencies and balancing and all this spiritual stuff. But the issue is, is that 
we we have a tendency of dismissing a lot of spiritual stuff because you know we hear a lot uh in life that it's just a bunch of malarkey and this is another reason why we end up living too much in our heads okay we have to get out of our heads because and i've said this many times and if you listen to my podcast you're going to know this it's all about the mind the body and the spirit being harmonious with each other so if we spend too much in the mind the mind starts to go on overdrive while your spirit is becoming weaker and weaker because we're pulling that energy from our the physical bodies our physical bodies and our spirits and the mind is taking away from there to do what it's doing so like i said we end up on overdrive and everything is kind of overthinking stuff so that means that we're not doing stuff we're just thinking about stuff and the stuff that we're thinking about may start off positively but because we're on overload it starts to spin and spin and spin until it turns out very dark and negative and when you find yourself in that mindset guess what starts happening we start manifesting negative toward ourselves okay so this is a little talk about being more conscientious of ourselves this is a talk about getting you know taking away those layers to find out what what is my truth why do i do the things that i do where did all of this begin for example i think a good example is if you think about it have you ever had a relationship with someone who brings out the worst in you and only when you're with this specific person are you feeling terrible or becoming angry or becoming sad or whatever and you're finding that you're only feeling that when you're around this person okay and uh what that means is that this person like i said brings out the worst in you turns you into something that you're really not so this is why it's so important for you to separate yourself from people that are not making you feel good about yourself okay toxic people you know even when you see someone for example a friend that is mistreating someone else this is also darkness that you're picking up on you're picking up on that energy too okay 
So it doesn't necessarily always have to be directed to you in order for you to receive those toxic energies and it's starting to affect you and make you sad and make you upset. So a major key to happiness is surrounding yourself with good people. Now I know that that isn't really easy to find, but you'll find them. They're out there and you should definitely be putting more of an effort into dealing with people that motivate you, that encourage you, uh, that, you know, instill hope. And you also need to consider how you might be affecting other people in your life. Make sure that you're not bringing out the worst in others. Another thing that I want to mention is your speech. You have to be very mindful because your words have also a tremendous amount of power. And you only want to speak of good things. You want to speak of love. You want to share joy. Don't give power to negative by talking about it a lot. Because if you do, you're only giving it more power. So again, this is all about self-examination and being more self-conscious or conscious of yourself and asking yourself those these loaded questions. And I think that you are really innocent. I know a lot of people that come to me are, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not self-sabotaging or doing something wrong without realizing it, okay? So uh, if you feel that you want to have a one-on-one -on -one reading with me, then please don't hesitate to call or book an appointment. You can reach me at 855-70-TAROT. That's 855-70-T-A-R-O-T. So I'm also going to be looking here and pulling out our tarot card of the day. And let's see. Oh, wow. So we got this card. And I, I don't think you can see what it says. But what this is representing is healing. Okay, this is healing. And this is the kind of stuff that I'm trying to share with you right now. We need to start working on our healing because you can't get into stuff unless you are healed and ready. And I'll tell you what, sometimes nothing happening can sometimes be a very good thing. And a lot of us seem to get frustrated when nothing that we want to happen is happening right now. But the universe is actually, in some cases, protecting you from getting into something that maybe you want right now. 
but you're just not ready for. So again, thank you all very much for listening in and being here. I hope you love my blog. I hope you love my podcast. And I'm going to be doing like a series of these kinds of talks. Uh, so you can be able to apply this kind of stuff to your life. And I'm also going to be doing, uploading some more videos and talks where I'm going to actually uh, create some instructional, instructional videos for you to follow so you can do your own energy field cleansings and stuff like that. So thank you very much. I wish you all the very best of luck. Namaste.